What a horrible beginning to this podcast. <laughs> Was that a triangle? Mm-hmm. I like it. The finishing triangle. You know how you play a triangle fast? You put it on the inside. Goddamn right. That's how uh, I masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> With a triangle thing? I mean, just anything, really. Ah! But if you hit all of the sides, you can play it much faster, yeah. That's I'm how throwing trash away from a long distance. Hi, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. <laughs> Sam has a lot of umph in him. We are recording this. Uh, I'm pulling the umph out now. We're, we're finally recording this episode. This episode has been up in the air for five weeks. You have been busy. You have been gone. I've been gone. We banked a lot of episodes. We, for, we had October ready before October started. We banked five episodes, and uh, now we have zero episodes in the bank. <laughs> this is literally coming out in two days. This is coming out <laughs> soon. Um, Sam's about to go in the slammer, so we have... Uh, uh, how many days? How long? Like Today is the fourth. So 10 days? You report in 10 days. 10 days to jail By the for time five. you guys hear this, if you listen to this the day it comes out, it'll be a little over a week. A week and a day. A week and a day. A week and a day? Hello there. I should walk into the jail like that. Hello. My name's Sam. Yeah, make, their think, make them think that you're make under the think. influence like I am. <clears throat> I'm under the influence of the time change. I'm tired. The time change fucked me up too. It always does, no matter wh- which way it's going. Whether because it was supposed to help us falling back, but it doesn't. It never does. It's always fucking weird to just fuck with time because then we end up working until what feels like six o'clock, which is like, I mean, you always work later, but you know what I'm saying. Like it, it, it does shift I'm everything, saying. which is you know, see, it, it's just different than. Isn't it normal. for farmers? No. I thought it was for farmers. That's what a lot of people think, but that's not true. Why is that not the case? Why don't you look it up? I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to belch. I don't want to look it up. You've been burping so much. And it's like gut guttural. It's like pukey kind of burps. Like It makes me puke sometimes. I've been puking a lot more when I brush my teeth at night. <laughs> to be honest, it's been annoying the shit out of me. Again, how the fuck do you think I feel? <laughs> I know that's why I'm not like getting angry, but I put up a something. I think it may have just been an, a story on social media a little while ago, and I don't think people knew how to take it because it was kind of weird. But it was like everything that I ingest turns to gas, and it couldn't be more <laughs> true because at this point in my life. I am burping constantly. I am farting constantly. And they're like room clearers. Room clearers. Like the stench yes. is making even the animals run, is what you're telling me. Actually, or did the animal get closer? No. So, if, I mean, I didn't. Are you farting on Oliver? I definitely did earlier. Oh, it hasn't been man. that long. And he was going to lay in between my legs like he likes to do. And, uh, I was like, oh, no, I have to fart, and it's going to be so big and so bad. Like, I can feel it. It's going to be so warm once this is fully out. And uh, when, when it's fully out? 
It gets like warmer as it goes. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it definitely does. You have big farts, don't you? I have a lot going on inside of me. Apparently there's a lot of gut bacteria that turns everything to gas. You need some Beano. But I definitely farted all over the cat. I was I started slow and I was like, this is just going to go on for a long time and it's going to be annoying. I've just got to like explode this and have it come out. And he's not afraid of hearing my farts. He's very well used to that. I started slow. But it smelled... <laughs> Yeah, then it just ended up being an explosion at the end. And it smelled so bad that he just took off. It was like an action movie. <laughs> like a last action hero? God, I was so hoping you would go there because there's the explosion in the tar pit. And that is pretty much me. <laughs> I don't remember an explosion. That is in me the tar to a T. It's inside of a man. So he goes to a funeral and there's like his watch is uh has the time of when the bomb is going to go off. So he ends up just throwing the guy over like a balcony or whatever <laughs> into a tar pit and then when it explodes it's just like a gigantic bubble that just a gigantic goes bubble down. of black crude like substance. Uh-huh. So that's your butt is that's what you're telling inside me. inside me baby. <laughs> Why don't you lick my ass? Baby, I don't, and then kiss me on the mouth. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but you did before. You alluded to it earlier. I've been gone a lot this month. It's been October. Was I it's was been gone a bit. A and you, I, I'm sure that a lot of the stories kind of fade together because people think that being on the road is this glamorous life. And maybe it is if you have a lot of money and energy to do stuff during the day. But when you're just a normal person um, traveling, driving an insane amount of hours every day. <laughs> yeah, that Texas drive was fucking nuts. That was like 24 hours of driving, straight driving. Well, it was New Orleans. New Orleans. And then, well, I should say Louisiana, because you also went to Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Yeah, and by the way, Baton Rouge is way cooler than New Orleans. New Orleans, if me. you don't drink, it's not, it's just not fun. I mean, it wasn't not fun, but if I could have been able to drink, I would have been like, this rules. And I, but I would have been like, Wasted by seven thirty. Yeah, puking my yeah. guts out. Kind of wasted. People seem like they go hard until they don't remember blacking <laughs> out, sort of things, and that's not really a good time. But because you were gone, yeah, I had asked you about jambalaya, and then uh-huh. I suddenly was like, I wonder what the difference between Creole and Cajun is, and I actually heard that come up on a podcast that I listened to today. And I really? thought that, that was interesting. They didn't explain it, but someone had questioned it. They questioned it and didn't know. Do you remember the difference? I don't remember. I do. Cajun and Creole are pretty much the same because they're both jambalaya, but Creole is fancy. That's kind of served more in restaurants, in cities. What does fancy mean? I don't know. It's just that's it's considered to be fancier, okay. I guess. Um, is it the red sauce type? And it's the kind that typically comes with sausage and um, shit. What was the other thing? Chicken. Yes, chicken. <laughs> sausage and chicken. Chicken. And then Cajun. 
is yeah. more southern and it's more country and okay. that's cooked with it's like crawfish. So that's typically called red jambalaya. Isn't that correct? Am I, I mixing this up? I don't know. You sound so uneducated right now. Do I? No. Don't give me that look. I was trying to be funny. Well, it doesn't. That makes me extremely self-conscious because then I just don't want to talk anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. But I know Cajun is supposed to be from the South and it has more like seafood in it. It's more like crawdads. That's the way I remember you explaining it to me. And shit like that. And well, I know that that's the part. It's that I was mixing up in my head which one is made with tomatoes and which one isn't. But I believe that the red one is... Isn't that the one with the sausage and the chicken is the red sauce? Maybe. See, I, I hope so. I think that's I was just saying that. I, I think I was just saying that backwards. So I think that the red is like the fancy, but then the kind that has like all of the <clears throat> crawl dads and shit in it. Lazy told me that he used to go to Louisiana, New Orleans, and uh, they'd play this punk rock bar, this shitty punk rock bar, and uh, they would show up with like a trash bag of like crawfish and, you know. Mm-hmm. True Louisiana cookins, and I'm jealous because True I would Louisiana love cookins. for that to really happen, and not just go to a restaurant and be like, "I tried Louisiana cooking." Real Louisiana cooking to me sounds like a guy showing up with a trash bag full of like prawns and crawdad. Are we being? Am I being offensive by talking like this whenever I talk about Louisiana? I don't think so. Huh. That's how they fucking sound. They're weirdo <laughs> fucking French Southern hillbillies. It's a weird combo. They're like we're French Canadians who migrated to the bottom of the fucking swamps, and uh, so we're like super hillbilly white trash and French Canadians at the same time. So we're at this whole Creole accent here. It's really hard to understand. I didn't, and I saw, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear one person that sounded like that when I was there. It's because you didn't go deep enough, baby. I know. I was scared to. I was told back in the day in band that don't don't wander far in New Orleans or I'll get robbed. And it's stuck in my head ever since. And I don't know if that's true, but it's still in my fucking head. And I do know the whole time I was in New Orleans, I just kept doing that Simpsons song. New Orleans, dun, 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 dun. Rotten, stinking pile of trash, New Orleans, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I was gonna say, so it scared you, but that doesn't sound like it based on that song. You sound pretty confident in how... That still feel sounds about scary. There. Rotten, stinking pile of trash. It sounds like a parade that happened every 15 minutes. So it turns out you can just go and hire these companies like you get married and then you just go, give me a parade. And then they just hire a little band. So you did, you know, you do have those special things where you get to go down south and try different kinds of food and then you know the next weekend you went to texas as you had said and the drive was crazy but you did get to eat food and stuff like that but then most of the time when you travel it's a lot of just like sleeping in your van and filling up your gas tank and stuff like that absolutely do you have any interesting stories about any anything else that maybe happened when on the road well it turns out i'm a boring guy on the road Mm mm-hmm I don't know if other people have more adventure than I do, but I tend to think about how I have to drive home in the next two days, so I sleep as much as possible in my van. I go to hotels, like other band members get hotel rooms, and I'll drive to their hotel room, and I'll be like, but I'm going to sleep in my van, I'm going to use the parking lot, but I'll be in my van. And they're like, come on, man, sleep in here, and I'm always, no. 
I always sleep in my van. Because everyone snores too loud. Everyone snores, and I like waking up in my fucking van. Like I'm out on the road. I'm gone like 22 hours away. It's my van. It's my shit in there still. So when I wake up and I'm in it, it's like my stuff. It's like I'm still kind of I'm as home as I can be. Yeah. Because it's I look over. It's my drum set. Look over. It's my phone. It's my. I know what stain that is from the soda that spilled in the back. You know. It's nice. I know this cover. This is the cover I sleep in every fucking night. That's why I take that cover because it's like the this best is home. One. It's the best one, and it's this is home. It's also the best one. But no, I don't really have any crazy stories. I mean, I uh, it turns out I don't hate ICP at all. Okay, <laughs> I've been converted. I know I've been familiar with one aside from the Magnets song, but I don't really know that There's, as a song as much as other people do. Just making fun of it. I just know, yeah, it more is a reference. But I only know one song that was put on a mix CD for me. What it was, was it? It's called Spin the Bottle. Spin the Bottle. Who's oh, it's for the Big Money Hustlers. Dying to see. <laughs> Spin the Bottle, baby. Give it to me. Lazy made me listen to this song called Super Balls. And it's like, ain't no bitch too fat. Ain't no bitch too whack. Ain't no bitch too ugly. For Super Balls. It's just a whole <laughs> song about this guy who will fuck anyone. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking, and we've discussed this. It's shocking based on the... And maybe he just writes it off like I think a lot of people do. They don't even give it a chance because of the whole like juggalo mentality. Are you going to bring up a certain person? Sorry, go ahead. I was, but as soon as you said that, my mind went Rhyme. blank. Yeah, the fact that Rhymebag isn't a fan because, like, comedically, it's so up his alley. Like, the type of jokes and the, like, ridiculous kind of juvenile boy humor that appeals to me yeah. as well. Like, they're things that um, you have referenced because they're funny and they make me laugh. And it's like, I can't deny that. That's funny. Yeah. has he's, He specifically said, though, that he doesn't like ICP. There might be some that he does because everybody I know that is a fan of some stuff doesn't like it all. I feel like he would be like, man, that's whack. Did he have to choose Eminem or ICP? Oh, well, he's obviously like going Eminem. I'll tell you this. Eminem over ICP. Uh, out of all the ICP I've heard in <laughs> the past month. <laughs> I've heard in the past month, and I did listen to that Eminem album. Yes. Like, what, three times, I think we said? I made my minimum? No. Two times? It was two times, two times. <laughs> but whatever. I think ICP's better. I think it's more of my alley. Ooh. I'd way rather listen to ICP than Eminem. That also kind of depends maybe on like the time and being influenced yeah, when you're yeah. younger and still trying to like figure out what you're into and this thing that's like newer is crazy cuz <clears throat> one thing that that Eminem was able to do that ICP wasn't and they did, I mean, battle or whatever lyrically because they're both from Detroit. Yeah. Is that uh, no white rapper was ever able to get like real respect, like nationwide, worldwide, until Eminem. Other people were kind of oh, looked at okay. as a joke, usually. And yeah. I mean, I guess as we real can, street cred, Beastie Boys, I guess. But that's they're still were known as being kind of like goofy and having goofy voices. Like Eminem was like, "I'm serious. I'm real." And ICP never, still has not received. Half of the respect that Eminem has. 
No. For no. what he's done. No, it's because there's a shtick. They're fucking clowns. They <laughs> Look are at clowns. They got clown makeup. And they, they write songs about things they don't know about and they get scrutinized <laughs> to this day because he really didn't understand how magnets work, but he doesn't think that you should make such a big deal about it. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we should talk about this album. This that we album. L- listen to this week. Yeah. This week. Shit. Since oh, this has for been like going a on, month it's and been on for five weeks. <laughs> it has been five fucking weeks because I haven't known exactly when we're, we were going to record this. I didn't know if we were going to start recording uh, yeah. them every once in a while in the short amount of time that you were home. So I have been prepared and listening to this for five weeks. <laughs> You've been ready. Yes. <coughs> yes well, the I album have is. Been ready, <laughs> Mr. Sam. <laughs> the album is Primus's. Primus's. Primus. The Desaturating Seven. And now I would like to say that this was a bit of an odd choice, yes. Yes. Because you and I, I'm going to put the disclaimer down now, you and I are huge Primus fans. We do love Primus. There are certain albums that you and I know front to back. I can't say a huge fan because like, I've never given what I've even heard from their... um, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory type oh, yeah. thing or Willy Wonka awesome. thing. I'm there with you on that one too. <clears throat> and I love that movie, but I could never give it a real chance. Whatever yeah. I had heard from it, I was like, this is too droney. It's just not up my lane. And it, it's just two things that I love, but don't necessarily need to be put together. I love chocolate ice cream and I love <laughs> <clears throat> fucking Chipotle mayonnaise. They don't need to be put together. <sighs> Some people might. Like? Some people are going to completely disagree because people do mix peppers and chocolate. Yeah, it's true. Sweet and savory, and <sighs> hot and savory, and hot and sweet. But I am never going to spoon Chipotle mayo on top of chocolate ice cream and that eat it. So fucking gross because I would Doesn't never eat Chipotle though? mayo and chocolate ice cream. Although I have a chocolate shake right in front of me. Mm-hmm. For Super Balls, it's stuck in my head now. So this <laughs> album is the most recent album by Primus. Is correct? it still the most recent? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Still the most recent original material, at least. Yes. But I was saying, like, the point is, like, yeah, because Les has been doing are, other things. Yeah, with there other are people. albums that are out by Primus that are fucking classics that mm-hmm. you and I love, like Frizzle Fry, uh, Frizzle Fry. Uh, and Frizzle Fry. I can't think of any others. Green Nagahide. Green Nagahide is good for we being a it. comeback a comeback album. But like, I Pork mean, Pork Soda. There are many. All classics. So it was weird to go with this one because like you've already said we didn't really. When this came out, we listened to it like a couple times, maybe. And it just didn't grab me. It just didn't. There were some songs that I always liked, but as a whole, and even though it is a short album, there aren't many tracks. It never as a whole grabbed me. Yeah. Um, well, that might still be kind of accurate, but I don't know. I, I can definitely say having five weeks to listen to it <laughs> yeah. um, probably has changed my opinion of it versus what little of justice I would have given it in only a week's time. Uh-huh. So I, I'm so going to. I might have benefited. Yeah, I think so because I didn't hate this album. I don't hate the band no. by far. No. I love Primus. But I'm not one of those people who are, uh, I'm not totally dedicated. I don't have to be into every album. I don't think that every album is fucking gold. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not that great. But if it's not good, it's not good. Is kind of how I feel. Or if it's just not in your 
just didn't hit that, you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, some people just sugarcoat it because they feel so dedicated that they're like, I can't even say anything bad about it, even though, like, in my head, I kind of know it's not as uh-huh, good. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, if it's not good, I'm not going to pretend that it is. But I do like this band a lot. This is the band I think I've seen the most. Really? Maybe. I don't see a Two lot times? of musicians. Three times. Something like that. Actually, I've seen Justin Timber like three times. Parliament? Twice. Mm-hmm. We don't see a lot of musicians. but Dweezil? That was only twice, twice, I think. Huh. Guar for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't... And I'm not going to go to a show on my own. There's a show I would love to go to. I've talked about Lizzo. She's going to be in fucking Indianapolis two days before my birthday. It's on a Tuesday, though. But nobody will go? I mean, there are people who want to go, but no one has, like, I've I've dropped notes, like, hints on other people. And they've been like, yeah, that sounds fun. Because, like, they already expressed interest. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, we should go. And they're like, Yeah. Gotta get back on that shit. You buying tickets? That's the thing. Someone would have to buy the tickets together. Group so Groupon. Someone would have to like take that on and and so you get the seats next to each other. Someone would have to take on the bulk of that. Oh yeah. And then trust that people are gonna pay them. And I think get a lot of people first. don't trust nowadays <laughs> when it comes to shit like that. No, but get the money first, motherfucker. Yeah. G. It's <laughs> my new personality, homie. Because you've been on the I've been on the ICP crew, Ick-P baby. Road. Yeah, ICP road. <laughs> like a spittoon. So, do you want to start this album? I think that's a good idea. All right, this, this came out two years ago. Yeah, and then I read too that it was like six years since Green Dog died. I thought it came out much sooner than that. But here we go. This is. The Valley, which uh, I'm going to go ahead and say as it comes in, is not a good intro song for a podcast. It's a bad intro. <laughs> I think it's a bad intro kind of in general, but Do it's, but it's uh, I mean, not for like an introduction to an album, I guess. If you don't know anything about the band, I can't imagine that. I don't know. I think it would turn a lot of people off. Oh, if this was like your first Primus mm-hmm. album, yeah. I don't even know what you would expect if you don't know what Primus is. But at it all. almost it's kind of more up the um, the less vein because Les has done yeah. so many different yeah. things with Seven so many different artists, had his own branch off bands forever. Absolutely, uh, this, so this feels like a very less album. Yeah, so I guess this, especially at the beginning doesn't feel like it belongs on the Primus. So I guess I don't I don't mean bad. I just mean it doesn't belong. It almost, I don't know if this was the case, and I don't want to shit talk if this is how it comes off, but it almost seems like Les just already wanted to do... I read that he already wanted to do an album about this story, because it's like a kid's book that he used to read his kids. And I have a feeling that he just brought it to Primus, and Primus, the rest of the guys were just like, well, if we don't do it, he's just going to do it anyway. So, so in this well case, out, out. as of this time, it's Les Claypool, Larry Lalonde, and Tim Alexander. Yeah, Tim is back. Was the original drummer? Uh, yeah, but that's dicey because the real original drummer, who was in Sausage eventually, remember Sausage, the band with Les? Yeah, yeah. Who played on Green Nagahide? He was the real original drummer. 
but it's like Tim was the original drummer on anything that was released. That's yeah, that's yes. what I assumed. So Tim did most, almost every album. No, and then they got Brain. Remember Brain, Brian? He played on like the Brown album. Yeah, he didn't last very long though. No, and he, but he was in like a bucket of Bernie Brains. That's the Brain Aww. and Brains. Bernie Worrell, R.I.P. He, but Brain also played with uh, Corn Bucks. <laughs> There's a video of him and Buckethead. And got his arm ripped off by a train. <laughs> well, when are we going to do a Corn Oh my God, album? how's that going to go over? <laughs> yeah, right. This is, it's very, it feels less. It feels like a less solo project. It feels very project. less, yeah. And I still enjoy it. It's just, I like my Primus a little more aggressive. Yeah, I like my Primus to be a little more alternative. Yeah, yeah. When I think of Primus, my first image is like less like white pajama bottoms with a rat tail bullet thing going on. And just like cowboy hat, real shitty cowboy hat on with like fishing lures stuck in it. And just looking out in the crowd like... Like a real fucking lanky and like mechanic gross. Oh yeah, always mechanic gross. Yeah, yeah. He looked nasty. <laughs> he did. And now he's like a distinguished gentleman who dresses like He's just wasted on wine all the time now. <laughs> he started smoking butt again, right? I'm not sure. That's what I read. There's this one uh performance on the internet in the nineties and they said that Les was on acid during it. It's a really good fucking show. Huh. Good for him. Good for being able to maintain less. <laughs> Les Claypool's so cool that he figured out like this. Only he sounds like him. Like, yeah, he's very talented. He's very specifically talented because, yeah, nobody sounds like him. It's, he's got his own genre and nobody even tries to sound like him like how do you tap into it like i don't i think it's just the way his brain it's, works it's only him it's so weird like most people in genres that do break genres you know because mm-hmm. there's a bunch that have done that yeah they're pioneers and stuff but then they usually have underlings that sound exactly like them and they have like droves of them Primus mm-hmm. has no idea. no <laughs> it's just Primus. And anything less involved, I should say. Not to take anything away from the rest of Primus, because, like, no other less project sounds like Primus. So, obviously, that track is just there for explaining what the whole album is going to be. It's kind of... I forgot that what I just said was incorrect, because I keep forgetting that Primus isn't as... Um, in inventive that that less isn't oh, as inventive man. because he really does. He gets a lot of what he does from the residents. Res- Should res- I play a quick residents song? Well, we've listened to the residents on we? on podcast. I thought we did. I don't know, but yes, he does have a very less tone or residents tone. But I think so. I don't think it takes away from like. I mean, Les is still doing yeah, his own creativity. thing, and he's he's more marketable. Uh, the music, in my opinion, as a whole, is more listenable than some of the stuff that I've heard by the residents, but I haven't heard a lot. I just know that it's a little more polarizing, where I think Primus 
kind of reaches the masses a little more. But again, I don't know what it was like when the residents were in their prime. Let me see if this. Whatever that means. There's a song called Easter Woman. Okay. Where less is inventive, at least, is the music doesn't sound anything like Residents. But his vocal style, for sure. It can. I don't know if this guy's going to sing in this song or not. Oh, I thought you were... I thought you were directing me in a, a certain way with this song that I was... I was hoping. ...going to be opened. Well, you're going to be my Easter woman. <laughs> this is what I was trying to direct. Easter woman! Vocals are mixed so low. Yeah, here you go. Okay. <laughs> they don't ever have music in in dreams, but I feel like if I did, yeah, it would be that. Well, There's never music in any dreams. Now that I think about it, that's of true. Any sense? That's you don't, very true. You don't have music. I don't think so. Most of the time in my dreams, I'm supposed to be playing music, and I have to pee really bad, and I can't play it because I have to pee so bad. So that's the only music involved with me. What are you drawing? An impromptu chicken foot. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the, the band? No. <laughs> so. Have you are you familiar with this book, the story that Les Claypool is referring to with this album? Nope. The Never th- heard of it before. The theme? It's called The Theme? No, the theme. Oh, the theme? The theme? Oh, the theme. The theme? No, I just know it's supposed to be about these goblins who steal or who eat color, I guess. I don't know anything about this album. I took it on a very face value, just music. I didn't read anything about this. Like? I, I didn't do any. I almost feel like that, in the five weeks that I spent on this, I didn't read one goddamn thing about it. I shouldn't have to do a bunch of fucking research to see if your album is good or not. I agree. You don't have to. Yeah. It just helps to sometimes have. I'm gonna shit on extras. Kent Goldsmith right now. Here Holy we go, shit. Kent. Get ready. Well, he's in the room, so he's actually going to get physically I'm shit poop on. on you. <laughs> Please don't poop on me. That's exactly That's what, what Kent sounds like. like. Please don't poop on me. But whenever we talk about movies and stuff I don't like, he'll start explaining it in like this extended universe territory where like I got to understand all this stuff and I'll be like, okay, but that wasn't in the fucking movie. The movie sucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. The story you just explained sounded fucking awesome, but that wasn't in the movie. <laughs> he, I, I want to bring up because I thought... Ooh, I th- we're going to shit more on Kent. I think it's funny that he pushed so hard for me to watch Hereditary because it was between Hereditary and Demon Knight. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, for his podcast? For his episode. Yeah. And I watched Hereditary with a fully open mind because I I'd heard about it. I, I assumed that it was, you know, going to somewhat... Scare you? Shock you? No, just be good. And I'm not. And the acting was good, but I didn't like the story. Fully open mind. And I didn't enjoy it. And uh, it's interesting because I did not. But neither did he the first time he watched it. But he was sure to give me shit and go on a Kent 
fucking <laughs> the thing I just explained. Fucking lesson <laughs> about how this and this and this and this. And well, you see, and you gotta watch it like, and you gotta listen here, bitch. You didn't fucking like it the first time either, so I don't have to like it the first time either. And he also wanted me to watch the wit, the vitch, the vitch, and I wasn't a fan. You watched that too. Mm-hmm. You're not in. You know what I want to watch in. before I go to the slammer. The Lighthouse. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about pornography. But yes, I still need that softcore porn where the monk has the giant dick that you don't see. I was really hoping you were going to say monk with a giant junk. The monk with the giant junk. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a shirt. (laughs) What if that's what it's called? Monk with the giant junk. Giant junk monk. What if it's called my microphone stand is about to fall off the table? The giant monk with Tony Shalhoub. Right, I'm looking at monk with a giant junk right now. <laughs> monk with the Tony Shalhoub junk. <laughs> monk with the giant skunk junk. Junk. <laughs> oh yeah, just breathe, just inward breathe. <laughs> Inhale and exhale. All right, what's this? What do we got here? I'll. I'd build it all again, but twice as big. Former monk spends 50 years creating a giant cathedral from junk. To reach uh, the heavens? I guess. Well, this is something that I think we should maybe think about and direct ourselves away from. (laughs) Maybe go back into the album and play the next track. What? You want me to go back into it? I mean, album? we're technically a review podcast, and we talk about things. So let's talk yeah, about also this Primus album. I don't remember anything like that. All right, the next song is called "The Seven. Here we go. And I will say one thing: since the first track was "The Valley" and this is "The Seven, this yes. is what they released their album, kind of based on. This was like the lead single. All of the album tracks are two-word titles, and it's all the something, which is interesting. This is uh, some good fucking primes right here. Yeah, this really excited me for this album, because I thought that this song was groovy, and I like this song a lot. Yes, this was like the first release, wasn't it? Yeah, this was the... Before the album came out, they released this song? Yes. Yeah, this song fucking rules. So I've been holding back. Do you want me to tell you about my blow up at the Love's gas station? Of course you've been holding back. I tried to fucking... Is that what you were trying to allude to earlier? Yes. I didn't know. I couldn't remember. (laughs) And I just played it cool. I was like, he's just going to withhold it from me, I guess. I'm not going to... I would have got into it. It already sounded bad the way it sounded like I was trying to coax something out of you, and it didn't work. So I was like, I'm not going to try again because it's going to be atrocious. But All right. Loves gas station. All right. I'm first in gas station food. All right. Always eat. These are the country seven. Good anyway. job, Sam. Thank you. Interrupt yourself to sing the wrong lyrics. <laughs> so anyway, I go, I'm well versed in gas station food. Right? I often eat the Ranchero steak tornadoes, tornados, whatever you want to call them. It's a tornado, please. That's what I eat. All right. They're always on the roller machines at the Love's gas station, which I frequent. Love's Pilot. The other one that I couldn't come up with, I go all out. So, I get two of 
Petro? Two. Sure. I get, nah, that place sucks. I get two of the... <laughs> you're jamming on the bass. It's awesome. <laughs> the shell's doing this air bass action. We slap, too. You understand the less played for wet. Yeah, this song's killer. Yeah, this song rolls. It's hard for me to want to focus on you and your fucking tornado story when this grooving <laughs> song is hanging out. And I just... I, just, I don't want to not give this song the respect that I believe that it deserves because this does give such a good... Primus taste, yeah. aside from the intro, in my opinion, the beginnings. Oh, the valley? The valley sounds so yeah, less. Yeah, this song, the seven, from front to back, is fucking killer Primus. It's very Primus, and I love it. So, I get two of these fucking things, right? Okay. <laughs> I go up to the front. I need a charging cable because I left them all home, which is ironic because you just bought a whole bunch of them. I bought a three-pack. At a reduced price, and I forgot my fucking cable. For less than $8. Yeah. So, here I am. This fucking place is getting a Coca-Cola. I'm getting the two Tornados, and I'm looking for a charging cable. I go up to the front. I can't believe I talked all the way through that. That's a good fucking song. And I'm I know. still not done with the That's song. With the story. Because I, I'm not... I, I've stopped you from telling it, even though I want to hear the story, because you've been withholding this from me on purpose for a while now but yeah. yeah i wanted to tell you on the podcast so i get up front looking for the do you know they got the things up front that hold all the sorts of cables and like the charging ports and things like that yes so i'm looking through it i can't find one i can't find one i can't find one fucking we find one that's like type c to type c like ah, what the fuck is it come on now yeah so the lady's like, what are you looking for? And I'm like, USB to type C. And she sells me. It's all the way on the other side of the store. And I got to buy like a 12-foot version of it for like $17. But I need the charging cable now because I'm on like 6%. Mm-hmm. Go up to the front. Pay for it all. This was already an adventure because I'm looking through the cables. Lazy's even like, Lazy from Lazy Ass Destroyer. Look him up. He's a fucking idiot. Uh He's looking through the shit. He can't find it either. So finally I get it. We pay for it. I get out to the van. I'm like, all right, time to go. I take a bite into the fucking thing. And all this like nasty melted cheese comes out like cheese sauce, nacho cheese sauce. Okay. And you know me, I don't really like nacho cheese sauce. Correct. So I'm like, this isn't what this, you know, it wasn't ranchero steak. This is wrong. So I go in and I just have the two because I break the other one in half to see. And of course, cheese sauce pours out of that one too. Mm Mm-hmm. So I go inside, and I'm like, hey, these were labeled wrong. Uh, can I just get my money back real quick? And she's like, uh, hold on, let me get the manager. She doesn't get the manager. She just comes back, and she goes, after like five minutes, and goes, um, I can't give you your money back. You can grab, you can try and grab two more off there. And I was like, but how do I know they're right? Like, they're already in the wrong spot. I can't trust that, you know. Well, I can't give money back on the roller food and i went so you're telling me you want me to go over there and break them all in half until i find the ones i'm looking for <laughs> and she's like oh and i go all right and i walk over to the roller thing and i grab one i'm like nope <laughs> put it in the like cradle uh, a little cardboard boat do one i go nope take another one break it in half I go nope <laughs> take a third one i go Nope. <laughs> I put it in the thing and then I just go, fuck this. I grab two hot dog buns and get two hot dogs instead. I just walk out and I leave the broken ones sitting there. 
And I get in and I told Lazy what happened. He's like, I'm glad I'm not the only one who blows up and stuff. We would have fought <laughs> if I was with you and I was inside. I would have been like fucking stuck. I don't know that you would have done that with me there. <laughs> it was ridiculous. They can't give me my. Th- yeah, how can you act like that? It's fucking ridiculous. No, how can they not give me my money back? That's stupid. I agree with you um, on, on a lot of it, to be honest. <laughs> but the way that you like to blow up and like rub it in people's faces, basically, <laughs> and make like a scene, I don't know that that is appropriate. Like, I would have stormed the fuck out of there if I was in there waiting <laughs> on you. Yeah, Lazy said his wife also would have been. <laughs> they would have gotten a fight too. Karen, fuck! I think most people would. But since it was me and him, he was like, "Yeah," because you're both fucking crazy. Didn't you just say that he's insane or something? And then yeah, told I'm a story that you did I'm something crazy, and then he invited yeah. him. <laughs> and and we should say on the podcast because we've talked about how many times I don't know how many times we've talked about you going to jail but the reason why you got pulled over was because you were driving terrible driver awful and they thought that you were intoxicated intoxicated <laughs> that's why they got three vehicles on you <laughs> yes they did but they also thought I had like meth and heroin yeah look at you <laughs> You look yeah, like a meth me. head. I don't look like I do meth. Yeah, you heroin. do. You fucking juggalo. A lot of juggalos do meth. I'm gonna be down with the clown. Fago isn't enough to give you the energy to follow oh, those motherfuckers man, I did around. The Fago thing at the end. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna play this. You were launching bottles let's off your li- belly. Yeah, let's listen to the track, and I'll Jeez. tell you about the Fago Armageddon. This next song is called "The Track." Imagine that, the something. But yeah, since I have my backstage pass. Usually you gotta pay VIP shit for this to go up at the end of the whole ICP show and be with them on stage. And it kind of sounds like you sounded like you said Hawaii ICP show. Yeah. That would never happen. We were at the Hawaii ICP show. Hawaii, I Hawaii ICP show. And you uh, you gotta pay VIP to go up and like shoot Fago off with them on stage and just grab as much as you can. It's called Fago Armageddon. But me with my backstage pass being on the tour. I just ran back there and just ran up on stage one night. And it was the funnest fucking shit ever. I look over my buddy Squirrels just in his underwear because he was worried about his punk rock vest getting all fucked up. Yeah, that's right. I said a punk rock guy was worried about his vest getting messed up. So he's just in his underwear. And I'm telling you, it's fun as fuck. You grab a two liter, you shake it, you bust it open, you spray people with it. And I was shaking them up and putting the end on my gut and it would launch off into the crowd. It was sweet. I'm I'm going to miss playing for the jugglers. God damn it. Have us back. <laughs> They're an insane crowd. And they all smoke a lot of reefer. You might say that the crowd are insane posses. I'd say they're an insane crowd posse. An insane crowd posse. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like that they're a posse to a crowd instead of, you know, a posse to a clown. I'm going to be down with the clown. Anyway, that's enough ICP talk on this episode. I agree. (laughs) This is a... This is like a, a, I don't want to say a downer song, but I think this album doesn't benefit from having such lulls in energy. Even though the show Wings really benefited from having a lull in it. Yeah. I mean, everything benefits from a lull. I'm going to bring that up 
on every episode that I possibly can. But this part is let's do, fun. Let's do a five series. Let's do a five episode mini series podcast where we do actually do the Wings podcast. Only five episodes. Nothing so, to commit. I, that sounds like a. I think that would be like a season, an episode. Oh, we just watch a whole season. And then do a, an episode, yeah. See, I like this song, though. I think the beginning is very yeah, lolly, but this rules. is very yeah. Primus again. Very. The drums sound real nice. And yeah, this has like a green Naga Hide sound. Yeah. I think you already said it with listening to this. God damn it, I complain about you burping and I've been burping the most. I somehow got rid of it. You gave it to me. That's not possible. No, it's still inside me. It's still inside you. So, I don't remember what was going to My say. stomach is a cauldron of gases. You were talking about how... I believe you're going to say that the more you listen to this, the oh, more appreciation you gained for absolutely. it. I think sometimes, because I listen to albums in whole and I don't look at the tracks as they're changing, some albums get lost in my head of like where certain songs are and what certain parts are to a song. Mm-hmm. So literally what just happened was I heard this beginning part and I forgot that the next thing was part of this song yeah so when it came in i was like oh yeah this part this song fucking rules it does feel like when you're listening to it because it is only seven tracks it feels like some of the intros are like intro tracks and they're like they're like they're not actually broken but it, it sounds like it's so different because like even the beginning of this was so different until the yeah it sounds like uh Tales from the Punch Bowl? Like Mrs. Blaylene, almost? I love Mrs. Blaylene. That's a great Primus song. <laughs> or, uh, you heard of Space Farm? It's like a weird track on that album, Space Farm. I don't know. I think it's a. I'm sure I've heard it, but it doesn't sound familiar by name. It's just got a bunch of farm animal noises and space sounds. <laughs> it sounds halfway up my lane. I would be into a song of just fucking farm sounds. I mean, our dog makes half of them on her own. Chicken. Goat. Pig. Goat. Horse. I couldn't come up with any more animals. Duck. It was fine. How many farms just have ducks hanging out on the farm? I don't know. I really just started thinking about that. Ducks show that was gooses? on the Garfield show. Garfield and Friends. Yeah. That what, was. Um, what was the other show called? It had a little separate. It was something's farm. Barn, something barnyard. No. John's farm. No, shut up. Uncle Griblet's farm. Figure it out. Manic Panic's farm. Manic Panic of hair dye. Rhyming. Oh. Orson's Farm. Orson. Orson's Farm Quickie. Because Orson. Whoa. That's what they were called. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus, you need to show some respect. It's not like you're a long minute, man. <laughs> you're a short minute, man. So, I like this. <sighs> I like it when he does go perilously long. Hey, <sighs> there it was. 
Oh, this part's good too. Can you believe that there's an actual voice for Odie when all he did was make little weird whiny noises? Like a well, somebody's bitch gonna dog. go like this. That's true. They could have given that to anyone. It's probably the guy who did Garfield. Anyone? No, anyone could have been Odie. I just looked at it. That's why I made a shitty comment because I don't believe that guy deserves his own fucking uh, casting credits. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I'm fucking appalled right now. <laughs> I, leave this man alone. He made a good living going... I'm taking a stance. He's probably like one of the best voice actors out there. He's done so much stuff. You think so? Yeah. From going... You sounded pretty good. I bet he just does all dogs. His name's Greg Berger. Greg Berger? Love him. Huh? Look him up. I want to know what Greg's done. He's known for his roles in Jet from uh, Final Fantasy V. And Dissidia, oh, Final Fantasy games. Oh, yeah. Grimlock from the Transformers. Oh, of course. Um, it looks like he's just a voice actor. Yeah, he's famous. Yeah, he's famous. What was his name? I already forgot. Greg Berger. Yeah, how did I forget Greg Berger? I don't know, because... Because I have no memory whatsoever? It sounds like a burger with just Greg? tomatoes all over it. it. sounds like shit. Fuck this Greg guy. Berger? I don't like this guy. I want him to know. If you're out there, Greg Burger. Do you have a picture of Mr. Burger? Yeah, he just looks like a regular guy. He looks like a good dude, doesn't he? Oh, he was on All Real Monsters. <gasps> As who? That's another good credit. The Grumble? Oh, Shit, he's the Grumble. Done, he has over 300 credits to his name. See? Fucking Burger rules. But it looks like he does a lot of... Yeah, it's all... Voices for games and cartoons, and they're all, uh, and he'll do like additional voices for big movies like Inside Out and stuff. But oh, you want to see him? Yeah, I want to. I would like to see him. You would like to see the Greg Berg. You would like him just dreamy eyes. He's got your yeah, lay those dreamy burger eyes on me. He looks like a dad. Look at that dude. He rules. He looks like a basic dad. Look at him. He goes like this. <laughs> Odie was the worst. What? Odie was the worst. No. Odie was dumb. Nermal or whatever her name was. Yeah, she was cunt. Is that her name? Nermal? It was Nermal. Yeah. Fuck Nermal. But they also, she had a sweet side and Garfield like loved her at the same time. Like they were Garfield friends. Garfield loved to tear that pussy apart. I think we should take a break so I you can You saw piss. the way he ate lasagna? Think about that way the fucker ate. You're pussy. tearing me apart, Garfield. <laughs> Garfield. All right, let's go on a break so Michelle can tinkle and stinkle. And uh, Ray Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Mr. Crinkle. <laughs> let's go. It's break time. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by Guttural Gas. Burp it up. Fart it out. Don't keep it inside. Be free. Guttural Gas with me. Presenting to you. 
won't you sit right there and I'll tell you a story, little boys and little girls. Air conditioner head, air conditioner head, air conditioner head. Air conditioner head, air conditioner head, air conditioner head. Air conditioner head, conditioner head episode one, the beginning. Honey, could you go fix the air conditioner? Of course I can, dear. I'll be right there. All right, let's see. What's this uh, air conditioner here? All right, I'll put this. Oh, God. Oh, no! In that day, the world's lamest superhero was born. Air conditioner head! Hey, mister! My cat's stuck in that tree! Can you get him? Um... So... So is that a no or a yes? Seriously, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, you just have an air conditioner for a head? Is that what? What's the deal? I don't get it. God damn it! Stop just doing that. It doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm leaving. This sucks. Tune in next week for episode two of Air Conditioner Head! 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 Sounds like a kid's TV show. What the smooth sounds of Masayoshi Takanaka into your body. So far, fucking rules. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. I just looked up the Rainbow Goblins. Because that's what that, that thing is, the book. Yeah. And this is called by, an album by Masayoshi Takanaka called The Rainbow Goblins from 1981. I like it. <laughs> and that was Rainbow Goblins. I wish you just kept that playing in the background. The I know, time. just the whole time, even when we start playing the Primus stuff, too. <laughs> no, but it sounds like a 70s TV show. It was awesome. Hi, Masayoshi. I'm Janet. <laughs> Was that the, the lady that hosts this show? I'm Janet, and I'm back with my co-host, Sam. Hi, I go... All right, Masayoshi Takanaka is a Japanese guitarist. He... Yeah. He's just a guitar player. He sounds fucking awesome. All right, we back. We're back. We're supposed to be talking about Primus, but instead we're shifting to Masayoshi Takanaka. Well, the whole point is that this is based on a book. You said a child's yeah, book. The Rainbow Goblins, I do believe it is called. 
And it's just the same story that Les has been telling us. It's goblins that like to eat that color, baby. They suck out that color. They find rainbows. Rainbows. That color. <laughs> well, that was a pretty good impression of the guy you from the beginning. The, bo- the box? We came. Hey, you opened the box. You opened the box. We, we came. came. Hey. All right. Hey, we have such sights to show you. We do. I should do. I'm going to take Hellraiser clips and I'm going to put my voice over them when Pinhead talks and do it in that tone. So you can. Hey, we have such sights to show you. What you, is your name, Tony? Hey, Tony Pinhead. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we already have Herschel J. We don't need that any more pinheads. I agree. I agree. I don't need more assholes walking around in this little house coming in here when Abe <sighs> wants shit done. Imagine little assholes walking around. <laughs> <laughs> little stinky assholes walking around. Oh, I'm a little stinky asshole. Hey there, you good for nothing stinky little asshole. All you do is spout <laughs> shit all day. What does an asshole look on its own? Just like a little ring? Like a balloon knot? <laughs> yeah, like a balloon knot. That's probably the best description. Unless you have a gaping balloon knot. I do not have a gaping balloon knot. I do not either. I do not have a gaping balloon knot, but what I do have is a... I've got a bloody anus. The seven goblins <gasps> lived by eating the colors from rainbows. I'm so glad we went back. They were known. All right, so fucking Masayoshi beat Les. Les is not original at all. He stole everything from the residents and Masayoshi Takanaka. I'm going on record. On record. You hear me, Les? No, he doesn't. There's (laughs) no way in the world Les Claypool would listen to this. But oh my fucking God. Oh yeah, we did have someone listen. And it blew... My mind, too, but it really blew your mind. I couldn't get over the fact, and because I just remember it, I'm reliving the disbelief, (laughs) the utter disbelief that Mike Hanford of the Slobby Boys listened to our Slobby Boys episode because we met them. We met the Slobby Boys. We did, but I would like to point out he didn't give us his opinion. (laughs) He did. He said it was great. He did? Yeah, because he was like, it's the one where you, you play all the songs. And you yeah, review, I remember he said you played one. track by track. Yeah, and he said it was great. I remember you... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is a good idea in the future. You said, we have a shitty little podcast. <laughs> is how you introduced it. Uh-huh. Like I immediately downgraded this podcast. I guess that's how I do everything. <laughs> but it's because everyone has a podcast. So yeah, that's I, why I, I got to say we have a fucking really good that's one. That's why I thought it was weird coming in like he's been on better. Po- he has a better <laughs> podcast than ours. And like there's no way. There's- does he? Does he? Because I don't know if his podcast ever has once featured Masayoshi Takanaga. <laughs> I love Masayoshi. I'm gonna start checking out Masayoshi. I'm gonna listen to that whole I like fucking album. Mario and Yoshi. Yeah, I like Mario and Yoshi talking. <laughs> so I think we should. Uh, I know it's not a long album, but 
I think that we should <laughs> uh, uh, do less callbacks. Maybe we do more yeah, play forwards. Right. And uh, let's play uh, the next track, Sam. It's called The Sheem, or as he says, The Scheme. Sam don't know how to read. <laughs> this is good fucking classic Primus. I love that guitar yeah, line. I feel like for some reason I thought there were just more like weirdo spots. When really there are more songs on here that are jammers than I realize. I love this song. This song would get stuck in my head all the time. I'd be walking around just be like, I'm scheming out, I'm scheming out. The scheming giblet shine. I wish I could have some whiskey. Give me some whiskey. Come on, I'm going to jail. I should be able to drink right now. You want to do it on the podcast? No, I'm not going to have a trip. Take it, Sam. No, Take the whiskey. No. If I do that, then I just, the floodgates open. It's over. It's going to make it even harder when, oh my God, next week. I'm so sad. I know I've joked about it many times on the podcast, but it makes me sad that this is coming up. And it's only five days in jail. It's not the jail part that even makes me sad. I'm used to you being gone for five days at a time. Especially after sure. this tro- this tour, like it sucks, but I, I mean I won't be able to chat with you and tell you that I love and miss you every day, but it's not gonna be as bad as uh, house arrest. Well, luckily it's only five days. It's not 45, which I have done in the past. No, but house arrest is longer. That's gonna suck. It's gonna be expensive. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. Ah. <laughs> just makes me sad. You don't deserve this. Nope. <laughs> Most people in the world believe, well, at least in this country, definitely believe. More than 50% of the people in the co- this country believe that you should be okay. Whatever, though. It'll be over before. More than 50 people. It'll be over soon. In a year. The probation part's going to be the easiest part. You think so? Yeah. You're going to get tested. So? I've done it before. It's not hard to not smoke pot. It just sucks. I would just rather be smoking pot. That's what I mean. Because the goal is, as soon as this is over, tax time 2021, I would like to be the fuck in uh, Oregon. We're leaving. I don't want to be in Indiana anymore. We're going to go and we're going to smoke a lot of pot. We're going to go and... We're going to go and uh, live just different lives. Words really will essentially be the same lives, but uh, just in an area where we're not criminals. That's the worst part. Or in Indiana's laws. Indiana itself isn't so bad. No, it's just stupid laws. It's stupid fucking... But the laws make it hard to want to be here. It's like, they keep treating me as if... Or you and I both, really, as if we're... Statements of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was wondering if that would ever come back. I thought you might pull it out earlier, but you you brought that song back. I was doing callbacks. It's it's Callback City. So I'm going to say this call to everyone. Callback Fever. We recorded that Ken episode early. Yeah, we did. Before many of the others. We were, so I've been uh-huh. waiting to call back demons or something for like a fucking month. Even though to you it's been a week, but to us it's been yeah. five fucking weeks. 
it's been a while since uh, that's happened. So yeah. All right. So I already accidentally got into the next song, so I'm just gonna keep going. This is the dream. It's spooky. <laughs> By the way, I hope everyone had a nice Halloween. I was gone. It was the first Halloween that we did not spend together. And Michelle said it was a shitty fucking Halloween. It was here. so it, it, the cold wasn't that terrible, but the wind made it atrocious. It was atrocious outside. Was it raining? No, but it was it was cold, but the wind was it was just so fucking windy that it just made it it was like to the bone chill and no one's ready for that yet so it felt yeah. intense at a th- at like 35 degrees out of nowhere Ugh. yeah it sucked in Detroit Michigan for doing that Halloween oh, sure. show it was raining and cold the whole time but I did get weed delivered to me that was pretty cool <laughs> take that Indiana well we are that's the thing hemp production has begun in, in Indiana God damn right. Because they'll they'll benefit from it. They just don't want to help their people. It's all about money in Indiana. So this song exists. What is the title of this again? This is The Dream. This is very noodly. Yeah. This is parts that I could have done without. I feel this I way think, too. It's I stuff think, like this is what throws me off. Yeah, I think when I first heard it, this is the stuff that stuck out and made me go like one hundred percent agree. Whereas it's like, can you just get back to like going? Yeah, that's why I think that I've. It was easy to write this album off because stuff like this is. I don't. I'm not saying heavy in like a musically heavy way, like metal, but. It's heavy to listen to. You know, a lot of people aren't going to put this on to jam to. This right here isn't jam worthy. No, but I guess they're trying to take you on a journey through emotion, right? I think that might be part of my problem, is I don't really give a shit about that kind of stuff. I want my albums to fucking jam pretty much the whole time. I've noticed that on every album I've ever liked. The song I dislike the most is the slow soft one. Yeah, it makes sense. Just fucking jam, goddammit. And then someone could say to me, well, you're shallow and, you know, you don't have... You don't care about the emotion in the music. And yeah, you might be right, but whatever. I want it to fucking jam. You don't have to be personally affected by it to feel it, though. To jam to it. Like, there's a different way that you can... That it can be felt... It can be felt like like you're going somewhere with the lyrics or whatever, and it's taking you somewhere. Yeah. Or you're just in the groove itself. You're more of a groove. Oh, yeah, I don't listen to lyrics. My name is Satan. <laughs> yeah, if this song came out in the days when... Uh, Simple music was considered devilish if you played it in reverse. Imagine what this would have been to them. Yeah, listen to that background part. The background part sounds spooky. Mm-hmm. It sounds spooky on its own. It's funny how much they stretch those things, the interpretations of backmasking and what they want. Oh, yeah. Like, it says this, and it's like, no, I didn't fucking hear <laughs> that was, at all. What was that Led Zeppelin one? It was Stairway so, to Heaven. Yeah. Yes, to my sweet Satan. Well, I think that does sound more like my what they've suggested. Satan. 
the one who's there little, was a little tool, tool shed. shed. <laughs> yeah, this is Satan takes you to the tool shed. This is this loses me a little bit. Yeah, I'm already like I can feel myself just droning out. If I were listening to this, which I didn't skip anything throughout the entire time I was listening to this, mostly because I was working and it's easier when you're kind of preoccupied. But if I'm if I'm like driving or something, I would skip this oh, song. Oh yeah, this is a skip Roo. It's hard to not skip it right now. That's just what, so I can stay yeah. awake for the podcast. <laughs> Time change got you fucked up. Time change and slow, monotonous noise music. How much time do we have left? Are we like halfway? We got like six minutes left in this song. That's not true. <laughs> the song is seven minutes long. Like a minute and a half. I guess I'm just not, I'm not like a hippie. So like. This is the jam bandy stuff that you would not get oh into. Yeah, fuck, yeah. I agree. This is the type of stuff where I feel like it's a total dissection of of a song so it's weird to take what seems like noodling and just fucking around and figuring something out to consider it a track ah here we go this is the end of the song yeah see, the, see what I was saying earlier like sometimes you don't know what's part of what song and this sounds more Green Nagahide-esque this does sound Green Nagahide see I like this but why didn't why did it come in at 5 minutes and 20 seconds a minute from the end of the fucking track. I jammed on this for most of the track. And it's very Larry doomy sounding. It. Yeah. Super doom sound. It's going to end in 30 seconds. They're going to bring it back, aren't they? No. Why? They're just keeping it in this like, like spooky. It's almost Egyptian in my head. Definitely like upwards. It's not as like downward sounding as a lot of the song has sounded. I'm sliding down my chair and my gut's hanging out. What's new? <laughs> Alright, so that was the dream. Or as I call it, the snooze. The nightmare. My god. Oh boy. That was that felt like I have to pee in a dream and can't find a bathroom. <laughs> Which I guess that's technically a good thing to not be able to find a bathroom in a dream where you have to pee. Because you have to pee in real life. Because you will pee. Maybe. I've not I've noticed that that's not the case necessarily, but usually it is the case. <laughs> Typically it is. And this is something that I think that Primus for me is guilty of doing. Sometimes they do go a little too noodly and weird and I would put that more on less. Yes. Because it's different if you're groovy noodly, but when it's just in some weird like put a bunch of effects on your guitar and your voice and it just has like a drowsy sound. Yeah, I'm like tired now. Yeah, it's not it's not good I'm and sleepy. And, and that's something that Les is definitely guilty of, which I would understand if that part in particular turns you off yeah. to Les's style. It should have been like two minutes of that noodle and then four minutes of that groove that was at the end and then expanded on that. Mm-hmm. And then gotten like heavy with it, like because yeah, it sounded like a, a doom song. Yeah. Like it was like it had been real fucking pieces heavy. of a doom song, yeah. 
All right, let's move on. All right. Let's go to the storm. <gasps> Scary. Doesn't Corpuside or Dem sorry, didn't R.I.P. Corpuside have a song called The Storm? Called I Am The Storm. I, that's right. I am the storm. I forgot the I am part. Will I am the storm? <laughs> Will I am the storm? <laughs> yeah. From the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I am the storm is a good fucking song. I agree. I'm not talking shit about it. We used to do that dance. Chan Hilton and I would. You would do the like. Like step dance. I'm trying to think of who would do that. Like I can't think of who the band was. Easy Top. It was almost like Chuck Berry. Oh, really? No, no, Chuck Berry does That's the, pretty low with your Chuck leg Berry out. Chuck Berry does the stick his leg out. Yeah. I don't remember you ever... I don't remember exactly who did it. I know who did it. Fucking Corpuside. <laughs> Ken Hilton and I. And then when the Fenrir boys were at the shows, they would hop up on stage and do it with us, too, because... The Fenrir boys! Man, my boys! Hey there! They're nice boys. Bunch of fucking drug addicts is what they are. <laughs> Why? Because Mike went to live where he's not a criminal. Yeah, he was good smart. You, he Mike. got out. Yeah, good for you, Mike. You got out. And you got out of Cincinnati. Poo poo. We got more noodle. On top of a noodle. Yeah, but this song isn't as, like, it has a more, like, upward sound. Like, yeah. it doesn't kind of feel like it's trying to take you down, like Not the last song was. A Dream, as it's called. Yeah, that was rough. But th- but the last song puts me in the mood, so, like, it carries over into this song. Because it makes you want. Yeah, I want it to go, like... I just, I feel like this was also, this was, like, the second song that they put out. Was it? I don't remember. To entice people to buy the album. Les loves to do that little... That effect where it does this. Oh, yeah. Hold on. It's like he gets a 50s voice on and goes, Hello, sir. Well, he does that live. He's got that microphone that's on the side of the other microphone. into that shitty microphone, so it's like... It's a harmonica microphone, I think. It sucks. It. I mean, like, he gets the effect that he wants. It's called a bomber. But it's hard to understand. Oh, yeah, no. You can't understand it at all. Everything just muffles. And I don't like that. They, they have made better microphones over time for a fucking reason. So, like, I get it. It's, like, vintage or whatever, and it has, like, a, a look and whatever, but, like, it sounds like shit, dude. It doesn't sound bad the, on... Like, it has the effect on albums and doesn't sound bad, but live, trying to get that effect, it just sounds terrible. What the fuck is that? It's the, well, their version is called the Cherry Bomb. PVH5C Cherry Bomb. That's the microphone, but Les's is green. Okay. It's a harmonica microphone. It looks like it belongs on a putter or something. Like, <laughs> it looks like a golf club. I, I mean, but like, like at a putt-putt place, not like a real, or it looks like uh, water should be 
coming out of one end and the other end is screwed into a hose. It doesn't look like... It doesn't look like a respectable piece of equipment. And it might be, but it, it doesn't. You know when you see microphone guys hold the microphone and they play the harmonica and they got their... Mm-hmm. That's the fucking microphone. That's what Blues Traveler guy plays? Fucking right. And that guy from Satan and Adam. Oh, yeah. Adam and Satan. Satan and Adam. Is it Adam and Satan or is it Satan and Adam? I'm sure it's Satan and Adam. Satan had his own thing and Adam asked to join and play with him, so. So we got some classic primus coming back in here. I love that. Okay, so I was wrong. The seven was the first single. The scheme was Steam the second. Was a great single to put out. Was the other one that's the like seven the was also good. Yeah, they're both good. John, John. Yeah, this came out right after Primus and the Chocolate Factory with the Fungi Ensemble. This part rules. It kind of sounds like Willy Wonka. Going on a journey with the weird man. Going on a journey with the weird man. I would go on a journey with the weird man if the journey went through fucking places made of chocolate. Bullshit. Uh, you could have kidnapped me if you were Willy Wonka and had that factory. Oh, I can eat so, everything? Take me. Oh, there's a river I can potentially drown in? Take me. Oh, you guess With I just Augustus meant to. Augustus, save some room for later. Uh, would you have gotten into a van with a guy that was like, I got some candy when you were younger, if it would have happened? Probably. <laughs> and I say that because, and not to get like sad and serious. Oh, did this happen? Did you do this? Not, no, I didn't. But my one of my earliest memories is when I went to a foster home and I've always been a curious kid. And my mom took me to this place and this lady came out. I was like three and she was like, you know, do you want to stay with your mom or do you want to come with me? And I was curious and I was like, I want to go with you. <laughs> so I, I, I chose a stranger <laughs> over my mom. And then the stranger took me back, closed the door, took me to another stranger. The stranger took me outside to her van, strapped me in her car seat. I was completely fucking confused. And that's one of my earliest memories. That is sad. Yeah, so I think that I would. I think that I was always very, uh, I've always been a curious person, and I have a specific memory of choosing a stranger over my mom. With not having any understanding of the circumstance. And having no idea. Just, do you want to come over here? Do you want to come with me? Sure. What's this lady going to do? That's rough. It's okay. That's rough, but gruff. I can't imagine being a kid and all of a sudden I'm in a van like, wait, what? I'm actually like... Going somewhere? Leaving with this woman I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got I think I cried. I'm sure but you But we did. don't have to talk about that anymore. Because <laughs> it is sad. 
don't do. Whatever. Those situations, people like me are grateful for those situations. And for those people who were willing to take kids like me out of situations that I shouldn't have been in, it was better that I went with that lady. It was better yeah, that I was removed from my mom. <laughs> yeah, I think I was also in a mindset of like, what if they warned those people? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. And for a second, for some reason, I pictured a lady that worked at a ice cream store and she just walked out of the ice cream store and walked up to you and your mom and she was like, do you want to come with me? <laughs> no, it was at like a community mental health building. I, I, yeah. I, I, in hindsight, was like, I'm sure it was quite official. This is the foster home where I was considered malnourished, though. And I like got sick and I had like low protein. But yeah. I remember that they they fed me peanut butter and margarine sandwiches. Ugh. So you'd think that I'd have at least some protein from the peanut butter. Was it that they just didn't know how to? They weren't like. No, they were really poor and white trash. And they like tried to keep my a lot of my stuff, I guess. When what? I went back home, like they kept most of my like clothes and shoes and stuff. Like they what? didn't want to give it back. That wasn't hers. Like I guess anything that they had like gotten for me or whatever, like anything they kept. Huh, that's bizarre. But I do remember my dad when uh family came to visit me once and I remember being on a swing set and there were always the parts of the sides where there'd sometimes be a bar because you know you'd have like you're looking at a swing set yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. the structure so it's a bar across the top yeah and then it's usually two bars on each side that come down the fork yeah and then there's sometimes a bar that goes between, between those fork. two just yeah. to kind of like hold it together and be more structured yeah my dad as an adult stood on that and bent it like a v <laughs> So maybe was, that's why they didn't want to give my clothes back. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but like your idiot fucking dad showed up and stood on her swings and broke it. My dad wanted to be fun and have fun with me and all of that jazz. All right, well, know. let's listen to the ends. This is <laughs> yeah. This is the end this of the, the album. Baby's got the ends. Pretty short album. It's very short, but it feels longer than it really is yeah and i hate this part because of this yeah it kind of calls back to the beginning a little Absolutely. bit but this is also the shortest track by a bit this is less than two minutes long but i don't really mind this build i think there are some worse parts on the album but yeah that like whistly sound almost like it's <laughs> trying. I like Les just in there going... Maniacal laughter in the background. It's just strange to end the album this way, too, to me. Seems like a filler song as the end. It doesn't feel like it's really bringing anything to conclusion. No. But again, I don't understand most of the lyrics that he's saying, so I, I don't, don't know the story that he's even talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't either. I just know the basic idea of what's supposed to be happening, but it's... Yeah. Now it's just going to be this for a while. That weird whistle, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Listen up, Primus. You take it out of there and re-upload this album, okay? And while you're at it, why don't you add about three songs that go 
It sounds like that was the end. It was the ends, question mark. It's the end. It's the fucking end. It's definitely the end. And I'm sleepy now. You were sleepy before. I wasn't when the scheme was planned. You proclaimed you would be yawning during this podcast no matter what. I proclaimed. You did. You put your foot down. You put this long top hat on. I, things got weird for a little bit, but you definitely made I some. I proclaim. <laughs> things were said. Things. Right, said Fred. You know what he said. We all know what he said. He said, go to bed. He said, I'm too, too sexy, sexy for my body. body. <laughs> but I didn't know which one you were going to go with. I either didn't. <laughs> I either didn't. Oh, my God. I didn't either. I either didn't or I didn't. Oh, I'm in a daze. I'm in a zone. Yeah, the end of that fucking album did well, it to you. the way to pull us out. Because I feel like I can pull talk about this album in full now. It's front loaded. God damn it. And there's not enough songs. Uh, yeah, with seven tracks, it's rough to be front-loaded. It seems like there's two songs on this thing that are filler songs, and it should have just been, like, weird be middle tracks to go into a fucking banger. And if you're willing to do an album that's only seven tracks, then you should be willing to do an album that's only five. That's a good point. With five solid. If you're not afraid to, to cut it short, fucking bangers. then fucking five bangers, dude. Bangers in the bangers. mouth with mash. So, Sam. Yeah. We haven't done this in a while. No, we but haven't. But we are to the part of the podcast where uh, it's time to go over some questions. Wicka, 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 wicka. We're going to do some questions today. Questions? What do you say? Questions? What do you say? Gonna do some questions tonight. Yeah, just my. Yeah, just my. Questions. Questions. Okay, so. That was a fun one. Sam, why did you choose this album? I chose this album because I'm looking through the stand like I'm in a fence. In a fence? Sorry. Well, <laughs> I felt like Wilson. I hope that you are not in a fence um, because I am uh, trying to not offend you. Please don't offend me. This is a non-offense world. I chose this album because, one, I was in a scramble at the end of the... Oh, yeah. You're often unprepared. At the end of the Halloween episode that we recorded five fucking weeks ago. Uh, and I thought Primus. And I was like, okay, what album? And I looked and I was like, I don't want it to be just a whole jizz fest, as I call it, where it's just, this song's great. This song's great. This is. And I saw Desaturating 7 and I was like... Oh, yeah, we kind of liked it. We kind of didn't. I was like, maybe it's, mm -hmm. I'm going to take an angle of, let's take a dive into something that we might enjoy more the more we listen. Who knows? This will be an adventure for both of us. So that's why I chose it. All right. Half scramble, half an actual good idea, I think. Well, once it actually rolled off your tongue, uh, <laughs> what do you think that I thought when you told me that this is what we were listening to? Why did you choose this album? Uh-huh. And not another album is what I thought you thought. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Uh, I'd say my judgment prior to listening to this is that I was, I was surprised that you chose this because I would have expected you to choose more of a jazz fest type album, one that we could jam to. But in my opinion, there are fewer of those because there, there might be a song here or there that I'm not as into as much. So I don't think that anything is like perfect per se. Even though I mean one. Uh, that's the thing. They have some albums that are like really good, but that doesn't mean that every single song is equal. 
I no. guess. But I was still surprised with this one because I do consider it lower on the list of uh, Primus albums. Yes. How many times? Uh, see, okay. And you still do? I still do, too. I do. My opinion is higher than it was, but it's still basically yes. in the same area. There, I feel stronger about some songs than I did before, but yeah, yeah. it's still not a strong, strong, strong album. I would still skip a lot. <laughs> yeah. Basically, seven tracks. About two or three songs. Yeah. Um, and this question's kind of ridiculous, and we don't have to really answer it because, again, this has been going on for five weeks. I, I I wouldn't know how many times I listened to this. I've listened to it consistently a handful of times every week. I've listened to it quite a bit, honestly. Again, preparing and never know, ex- know knowing exactly when we're going to record this. So I'm kind of the same way. It would be like, okay, I think we might be recording it this week, so I'm going to listen to it. And then it would be like three times that time mm-hmm. getting ready for it, and then we wouldn't do it. So that happened like four or five times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there were technically a lot of listens for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, sporadic and long. Mm-hmm. Like not listening for a while and then listening yeah. like back to back. Because usually it's like we have a week. Mm-hmm. I'll listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been gone and out and about and doing whatever. Baby, so. I was oh gone till November. I was gone till November. You tell my girl, I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. January, February, uh, March, April, to my mother. January, February, March, April, May. I see you crying, but girl, I can't stay. Wow. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. And give a kiss to my mother. <laughs> when I come back, there'll be no need to block. I'll have enough Wyclef money fan. to buy out. I like that song a lot. That's a really good song. Um, do you know what your least favorite song is on this My least album? favorite song, without question, is this hunk of shit called The Dream? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just say it's mine as well. Are we'll, you in there with me? We'll combine it. Right. It was, And I hadn't picked it out before this. I knew it was going to be in this time frame of the album because I knew that there was a big drop off. Yeah. But again, with not necessarily being able to always associate the beginning and end. Yeah, yeah. This is a really get lost in it. So this was an... I knew that I at least at this part of the album, I was going to choose something from this part of the album. And it's the dream. My God, is it the dream? Yeah, because like, we're two minutes and 33 seconds in and it's still doing this. This is boring. I need some jammers, baby. I need some jammers. Some jammies? I need jammies. It's time about bedtime. Oh, I'm gonna roll across the floor like a broom. Okay. um, broom? Do you know what your most favorite song from the album Uh, is? Yeah. It was between two, and I think you know which two two. it It must be between... It's got to be the same too. It's probably they're the, best the same too. So I'm just gonna go with the seven. It became my favorite, and I'm gonna skip ahead. It's got that good groove. Yeah, but it was between this and uh, the scheme. The scheme. Mine too. Yeah. All right. So do I need to turn it down and play yours, or do I need to just leave it here? Well, that's the thing. It's really hard to decide. Because I I think that the seven is like my underlying favorite. It's always been my favorite the whole time. The scheme has really, um, it's really grown on me. 
But yeah, I don't know. I think the seven is groovier. So I guess I'm going to have to agree. Go with the seven still. Uh, yeah, I hadn't made up my mind until just now. But even though the scheme is good, the seven is still groovier. And that's the groove that I enjoy Keep from it. Primus. Oh, this is the Primus sound that I love. Yeah. And it's hard to fight red, orange, yellow, green, blue, <laughs> indigo, violet. That's fun. And this. this. The time group. change. And it's in 7-1. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, 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 one, two, because he's tapping on the frets with his yeah, right hand. Yeah, this song is so grooving. But it still has that. This whole album has a spooky sound, yeah, and it still it. has it. But it still has like the grooviest. Still got the weird Primus like we, alternative. But it's like yeah, it's it's more easy listening, I would yeah. say, than a lot of the other songs. <laughs> How old were you when you first started <laughs> listening to this? This can be. Yeah, this is two know. years ago. This is an album this that we both have listened to. There. Yeah, a lot of this. I mean, how did you originally feel about it? We've kind of we've already touched on that. This. It's never been something that we've never loved it. I almost talked shit about it at the beginning. Instead of only like one or two songs, and now I can respect the whole album, but I still again truly it, only like about three songs. If it was a week versus like the five that we had, yeah, my opinion probably would have been a little more negative yeah. because of those specific tracks. But I think I had more time for the other songs to kind of get stuck in my head, and and I also think this time better. looking at the tracks as we went and realizing, oh, this is part of that song. Mm-hmm. Oh, this makes that song better. Yeah, there was like discovery within this. After five weeks of listening <laughs> yeah, to it, still we discovered shit from actually sitting and paying closer attention. True. Um, would you recommend this today? I'd recommend a few songs. Sure. Mm-hmm. If I put it, if I made a best of Primus mix for somebody, I would probably put two songs from this album on there. But as a whole. But I don't know if I would think. No, I would not recommend this. I'd recommend way about five other Primus albums before I'd recommend it. Yeah, probably even six so or too. seven. Would I choose to listen to this again? Yeah. I mean, this is an album I've listened to on my own. This is a band that I'm into. Uh, I listen to their albums when they release them. I don't always stick with bands. Uh, my excitement isn't always the same, but I'm still going to listen to Primus every time they put out an album. You're right. That's true. It's one of the few bands that when they put something out, I make sure I listen to it. Mm-hmm. Remember when Green Nagahide came out? We were so pumped. Yeah, because yeah, it was like the first new album in such a long time. I <laughs> I bought it. I made copies for people. You, and like You bought it and you bought my copy, didn't mm-hmm. you? So that I could have it when I got home. No, there was only one copy. I got the one copy, and then you had to call and make sure because there was a truck oh, coming yeah. in, so you could get that no, and have them it. reserve right. it from that next truck that <laughs> came in. Yeah, we worked to get it because it was from like a small record place that we went fucking to. Right? Because there aren't a lot of fucking record stores, or I mean, like nope. music stores around where you can actually buy hands-on buy music. They probably only got like three of them, and there's people just like you and I, like. I got to travel all the way here to get a Primus album. But I think that I didn't do that for this album, but we nope. definitely did it for Green Nagahide. Streaming wasn't as available then. Now I can just stream it. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I would do that with any album for the most part. It would have to be something really special for me to want to go yeah. out of my way. I don't think I could think of one right now. I can't either. I, just stream. I would just stream it nonstop. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, artists. If for whatever reason it, they decided to not put it out on streaming services, then I would. But it would have to be a again a select. Yeah, then I'd have to listen to it on a YouTube rip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But it would it would be the, Sorry, the altered. Artists. You know how that's altered though. We've talked about that. How things are like pitched oh, differently pitched up and or stuff. Down oh, it's, or... sometimes it's so bad. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> it should be like lollipop, lollipop. And it's like everyone knows it doesn't sound like this. This is ridiculous. So, um, that was that album. That album is finished. We are done talking about it. We are to the point where um, it's time to talk about what's happening next week. And we, I mean, I don't know about you. I feel like I decided this and we did have some sort of a conversation about it. Um, I think we should maybe spend a little bit of time after having so many guests on just sharing some stuff with each other for a while. Oh, back to the original formula. Back to the original us. And what I think is going to support us having to stick with this formula is that I did a lot of reading about house arrest and you're not supposed to have friends visit. I can have people visit that aren't in trouble themselves. Yeah, that has to be like okayed. Yeah. By a probation officer that this friend wants to come over and watch a movie with me this day. Yeah, but who the fuck visits? I'm just saying that's dumb as fuck. Yeah. I got a problem with laws. Me too. You know what the worst thing about reading a lot of those house arrest things huh. is that a lot of those rules are essentially written for juveniles. And then like adjustments are made for adults because they're trying to deal with like overcrowding, which is why they've been giving out house arrest more. Oh, makes sense. To keep to like free up jails for more like violent offenders and things, but then house arrest is just an extremely expensive game that makes it really hard for defendants to uh, be successful. Outside of that, anyway, let's talk about the next. I'm gonna, gonna crush gonna that shit. I'm uh, gonna crush that house arrest, yo. So. We're going to change things up a little bit. We have not listened to a soundtrack yet. No. We have not listened to a full movie soundtrack yet. No. So I am giving you a movie soundtrack. Go. <laughs> and uh, this is going to be surprising because no one, I think, would see this coming from me. Um, we're going to listen to the Stand By Me soundtrack. This is something that trickled down from my dad. Uh, this is like a childhood thing for me. So this is a total revisit, something from my childhood. Of a movie I've never watched and a soundtrack I've never listened to. Uh, I've seen the movie one time, but I'm so one familiar time, with the time. soundtrack. So back to Wyclef, bam! All the time back to Wyclef. Uh, so we're going to just have a standard... Old episode with just us again. We're back, baby. But it will be an episode right before Sam goes to jail, and uh, you should listen because over the next month or so, some I'm sure there will be stories and things to tell, and we're gonna deal with Sam not being as easygoing Sam as he <laughs> was. There's gonna be a transition period where he's maybe a little snippier than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I pre-apologize to everyone <laughs> that I will be way more of an asshole than normal. <laughs> I will not be marijuana medicated, so I will be on fucking edge, man. It's going to be fun. We'll see how many more times okay. within this next year that we have to stop 
podcast to fight it out. <laughs> to throw be, down in fist cuffs. I'm going to be caffeinated and crazy. <laughs> oh my, yeah, you're going to just Coca-Cola yourself to death. Yep, pretty much. That's my plan in jail is hopefully I can get commissary, commissary. when I get there and I'm just going to get a bunch of sugar stuff. And, and sugar coming yourself and pass out. Yeah, just gonna knock myself out as much as possible. <laughs> and just sleep as much as possible. That's the way to do it. Fucking right. They say sugar is as uh-huh. addictive as cocaine. So, so I'll, just be like, I'll just get a soda and like a honey bun and just down them. See, I was thinking something more like fun dip sugar or like a pixie stick. Oh, however, let us have that. We'll snort it. Probably. Why wouldn't you? I did that in fucking eighth grade. I was say, yeah, I did that as a kid. <laughs> of course, I'm going to do as it as an adult. adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess it makes sense to do something like a pastry, something that's Man, bread heavy. based that's going to knock so you heavy. out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So you can curl up real tight next to the cement wall and. Fuck. It's going to suck, I'm but gonna it's going to give me some stories for the podcast. I'm going to cry. All right. We should go. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. Once again, we're awful on social media, but we're there. <laughs> we're Couple of there. Critics Podcast, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> it's fun. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, let people know that we exist and that we're stupid. And that Tell your friends. We wouldn't mind if they joined our uh, little party here that we play every week. So uh, come chill with the couple of critic podcast crew, baby. We've got stories to tell, never-ending stories to tell. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>